0: In life, we see there are two things that are essential to living a faith-motivated life. First, we must believe that God exists, that He is real, true, and trustworthy. Second, we must believe that He is faithful to do what He's promised us, and through our intimate relationship with Him, We are fully convinced of His holy and loving character that He acts only for our good. So, if you've been trying to work up your faith and have failed, it may be because you're building it on the wrong foundation. Faith is not a goal that you can work to achieve. It comes as you relate to God personally and see who he is. So listeners, grow your faith. Get to know him and believe. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Pray with me. Jesus, I believe you. Help me to know and love you more amen in the name of the father the son the holy spirit god's gifts i asked god to give me happiness and god said no he said that it gives me blessings and happiness is up to me i asked god to take away my pride And God said, no. He said it was not for him to take away, but for me to give up. I asked God to spare me pain. And God said, no. He said suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. I asked God to grant me patience. And God said, no. He said, patience is a byproduct of tribulations. It isn't granted. It is earned. I asked God to make my spirit grow. And God said, no. He said, I must grow on my own. But he would prune me to make me fruitful I asked God for all things that I might enjoy life. And God said, no. He said, I gave you life that you may enjoy all things. I asked God to help me love others as much as he loves me. And God said, ah, finally, you have the idea. Amen. And that author is unknown, but it is lovely all the more. Okay. Oops. Dear Father, help me to take time to think today, for it is the source of power. Help me to take time to play today. For it is the secret of perpetual youth. Help me to take time to read today, for it is the foundation of wisdom. Help me to take time to pray today, for it is the greatest power on earth. Help me to love and be loved today, for it is a God-given privilege. Help me to take time to be friendly today, for it is the road to happiness. Help me to take time to laugh, for it is music for your soul. Dear God, help me to take time to give today, because we know that makes you happiest of all. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We're about to make God real happy today. I thought this was a beautiful passage about the wilderness. The wilderness is a place void of life and productivity. It elicits an image of loneliness and isolation. And certainly, if you are seeking contentment, love, and enjoyment with others, migrating to a secluded location does not enter your mind. Yet ironically, in the Christian journey, the road to joy, greater purpose, and true fulfillment is developed In a God constructed wilderness. A spiritual sanctuary is where the Lord tailors his plan of growth, development, and character building, especially for you. God is going to design a residence in the wilderness for all of his servants and God has a greater plan for your life and He's going to give you a wilderness experience sooner or later. Over the years, you're going to realize that as you enter into a spiritual wilderness or have entered into one, your life changes drastically. You will painfully discover that there are years that are not going to be easy. You're not gonna be prepared for storms and disruptions. And you're gonna realize it's a time to reap the benefits of working hard. And soon you're gonna realize that this is the season for God to redirect your life. You're going to have to do a personal reassessment. You're going to have to dust off your dreams and regain the confidence that you used to possess. That you used to possess. You're going to realize that your circle of friends will shrink and it's going to require the pursuits of new interests. You're going to become personally aware of the destructive nature of gossip and the combination of all these challenges are going to generate concerns. You're going to know that you are entering a wilderness experience with God and consequently you're going to have to yield to the Lord. So in spite of surrender. The journey is not going to be a cakewalk. God requires us to lean on and to depend entirely on Him. He doesn't remove burdens. He doesn't change circumstances. And He does not reveal His plan. Instead, He will strengthen our prayer life and demonstrate that His word is true. Listeners, He provides, He is the solution, He is in control always, and the Holy Spirit is going to make you aware of the fact that your situation is very relatable to others. The reflections and prayers Noted afflictions, sorrows, and yes, praise and thanksgiving are very much the same as others are going through. You're going to have a spirit-led, shared experience and a personal testimony as you journey for hope. I love it. Christ hopefully will consider making you a disciple for Him. And He still requires that His body of believers be the salt of the earth. God's love is found first in meditation. Amen. Oh, what a good day we're having today. Stay right there. An In Touch Magazine is telling us that there is power in corporate prayer. And sometimes we're just too proud to ask others to pray with us. When that happens, it is wise to consider Jehoshaphat's example. And though he was a king who reigned over his subjects, he nevertheless called on them to join him in seeking divine intervention. When the people of Judah began to pray, God provided his solution through a prophet. And Jehoshaphat had enough humility to listen and to follow instruction. And as a result, his people were saved. God sometimes says things that we are not expecting to hear. But our life in Christ is most rewarding when the body of Christ listens to him together and cooperates With one another. Amen. And that's the purpose of this podcast. That you pray with me. And we pray together. Now they also talk about obeying God. And what is involved. It says in the first chapter of the book of Daniel. We learn that the young man is committed to obedience. And scripture says. Daniel made up his mind and successfully followed through, but any Christian could tell you obedience is not simple or easy. Obedience means doing what God says in the timing and manner he says to do it. Raising my hand. In order to obey, We must know what pleases the Lord, and that requires us to read and be familiar with scripture listeners. Then we can trust the Holy Spirit to help us understand God's word and to guide us. And that's usually when the challenges arise. There are often temptations to choose other directions or to compromise by taking small steps of half obedience. And none of us is perfect. So there will be times when we miss the mark. And what's important is that we turn to God then. At such times, we can use King David as a guide and pray, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And that's Psalm 51, verse 10. And remember, listeners, that ultimately the goal of obedience is to remain near to God. No matter how many mistakes we make, remain near to God. You know, you may feel inadequate to accomplish all that God has called you to do. I want you to take heart because you are completely insufficient. He is more than sufficient. We are insufficient. He is more than sufficient. my chimes agree (laughs) the challenge that we face exists to reveal his awesome existence in us and when the lord has given you success and gained his triumph everyone will know that it was god who was with you the whole time and he will get the glory and you will have the victory that's it he gets the glory You have the victory. Pray with me, listeners. Jesus, I go forward with faith. I know you are more than adequate for this task, and you deserve all the honor and glory. Amen. Wow. Amen. Okay. We're rolling right along. Be right back. I think we're ready to hear God whisper in our ear. I love it. Happy birthday, Steve. It's your national holiday. God bless you. Steve is a monthly Donator, and he knows I love him. Happy birthday, Steve. God has his arms wrapped around you. And have fun at your Comic-Con fair or something today. Here's what God has to say. I know that in your deepest valleys and darkest nights, What you need most is my comfort and assurance that I am with you to protect you in every way. My faithfulness is your shield and rampart. There is no need to fear for I am near and I am mighty to save. As you seek my shelter, you will escape the chains of fear and find the peace of mind that you so desperately need. You must dwell in me And trust in me completely. If you will dwell in me, you will remain in a constant state of peace and security. Nothing will move you. I am asking you to live with faith that is active and expresses what you believe within your heart. I want you to live out your life unreservedly under the umbrella of my will and purpose for you. If you live confidently in my will, at peace, knowing that I am your defender and protector, you will find joy, purpose, and confidence. Come to me and I will overwhelm you with a sense of security. My protective care that will cast out all of your fears so that you might find rest in the shadow of my wings. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the shadow of your wings. Hallelujah. Psalm 91 verse one, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. There you have it, listeners, in black and white. For the world to read. I love it. And now, strength for each day. And these are devotions to make every day a great day. Matthew chapter 8, verse 2. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Well Listeners, sometimes we read the scriptures and skip over the most important part. We first focus on the fact that a man had leprosy, a disease that would have taken a miracle to cure. And then we usually turn our attention to to his question and wonder if Jesus will be willing to heal him. But what we need to pay most attention to is the fact that the man knelt before him. The fact that he knelt before Jesus reveals the condition of his heart. He was humble in the presence of the Lord and he worshiped and honored him before he asked for a miracle. So when we need something from God, we can easily become so focused on our situation that we completely overlook the importance of worshiping and honoring God. We jump straight into talking about what we need from him and we forget to thank him. That's key, listeners. Thank Him for who He is. So no matter what you need today, whether it's something minor or something major, God can help you. But before you ask Him to do anything, please take time to praise, worship, and honor Him for who He is. And then watch what he does. Amen. Pray with me. Father, help me to worship you before I ever ask you to do anything for me. In Jesus name. Amen. Back in a moment. And a dear friend of mine, Hildred, contributes this beautiful passage to the podcast today. The resource is Psalm 46, verse 10, and 1 John, chapter 3, verse 2. It says, relax in my healing, holy presence. Be still while I transform your heart and mind. Let go of cares and worries so that you can receive my peace. Cease striving and know that I am God. Do not be like the Pharisees who multiplied regulations, creating their own form of godliness. They got so wrapped up in their own rules that they lost sight of me. Even today, man-made rules about how to live the Christian life enslave many people. Their focus is on their performance rather than on me. It is through knowing me intimately that you become like me. And this requires spending time alone with me. Let go. Relax. Be still and know that I am God. Wow. Thank you, Hildred. I'm so happy you listened to the podcast. Be blessed, my friend. And then the Bible in one year is highlighting highlighting Psalm 121, verse 1 to 8 today. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He will not let you stumble and fall. The one who watches over you will not sleep. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never tires and never sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not hurt you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all evil and preserves your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go both now and forever. Amen. In Proverbs 16 Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. Isn't that the truth? Amen. Listeners, we did it. I've been checking to make sure that it's recorded along the way. So God is good always. I want you to have a beautiful day. I want the blessings that are coming your way to just knock you off your feet. I want them to surprise you, overwhelm you, and just make you the happiest you've ever been. That's my wish for you today. Make sure that you do an act of kindness because it comes back to you in triplicate. Literally, I can't wait to go outside today and see where God guides me. And what my assignment is going to be from him today. See you tomorrow. Come back again. Bye for now.